Did you know that tonight is Suzanne Locker night, everybody? And Suzanne, some of us dressed up just for you. Um, even, <laughs> even Joel did. Yeah, look at Joel gussied up and yeah, boots and even Marilyn wore her fru- fur uh, boots and um, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's because we love you so we're, we're supporting you and I just want to tell you guys that Suzanne is an awesome woman but only, not only that she's the most coordinated well-balanced woman I know <laughs> because she can, she can work those high hills. And Suzanne, I think you have an angel that is a high hill angel because I don't have it. So to get up here, I fasted and I prayed. Isaiah 58, just so I could get up here. And I said, this woman's amazing. So fasten your seatbelts because you guys are in for a treat. That should have been the introduction right then. But I will just say, in addition to everything you said, she also has to put up with me. So she, <laughs> uh, Suzanne, my bride, she hasn't been up here in a long time, and I'm I'm so thrilled. I've been watching God do such uh, beautiful, amazing things in her, and and um, Suzanne is truly someone whose beauty is stunning on the inside as well as the outside. So would you please welcome and honor my wife, Suzanne? Pastor Suzanne. You guys are too hot. Can we turn up the lights? I gotta see these beautiful people. You go, can we turn up the lights? been alluded to after about a five or six year hiatus. I'm back. I'm here. I'm up here. I'm up here. And um, I even offered to be up here. <laughs> That's the more of the miracle. But um, honestly, though, you guys, um, my message tonight has already been preached. It's totally God. Because I was praying beforehand, I know I know I have something I want to share, but um, but I asked, I said, Holy Spirit, would you just uh, would you just take over tonight and and share what you want to share? And um, a bit of it started with Hephzibah. And um, the story of being beautiful and the song Sierra wrote, um, I lost it. I touched it. It's very, anyway. Um, Yes, technical difficulties again. Okay. I'm stalling because I'm trying to take my notes up here. (laughs) But. My message is on, and uh, and um, after a while I was thinking, well, maybe Bill and Paul should have just preached the rest of the night because that's my message. Broken trusters, disappointments, 
in a season of, I think, coming out of it to some degree, for me anyway. But, um, hey, you guys, um, Brett and I didn't get to share yet about our trip to the United Kingdom that we just came back from. And this is the team that went to the United Kingdom with Leif Hetland and his wife, Jennifer. And um, some, we met some amazing people. And, um, and so that was really, you know, really fun. And um, so that was, this was just um, the end of October, so just a few weeks ago. Do I slide this way? Which way do I slide? Ooh. So Brent and I, yes, we did the touristy thing and... Um, you know, this is us on the Thames with, that is not London Bridge. That is a different name for a bridge, but everybody thought it was the London Bridge, but it's not. It's called something else. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. One of our resident UKers. Thanks, Tina. The Tower Bridge. And the London Bridge is pretty plain. And of course... Uh, <laughs> I had to geek out, okay, when I saw on the map that there were, Baker Street was one of the stops. I'm like, oh, honey, can we go to 221B Baker Street? <laughs> not really knowing, okay, not really knowing that it's not a real place. Aww. So they, uh, what they did was they, um, they bought this Victorian house and they made it to look like 221B Baker Street. So yes, I am a Sherlock Holmes fan, and if you if you can see the the um, oh, what's is, is he's not a policeman. What is he? The, the what? The Bobby. He's kind of staring at me because I, I am geeking out. So anyway, like I was gonna see Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody, right? And so this is that was just um. You know, an overview. This is, I took a picture, I made a collage of some of the fun things that Brent and I did in, um, in the UK. And, um, and it was, it was a fun trip. Um, we did pray about, you know, we asked the Lord why, you know, should we go? Should we go? And we felt that we should have. And, and we enjoyed it. We didn't, uh, the, the way it played out didn't, uh, play out like we thought it was going to. Um, unfortunately, Leif had to leave mid, um, mid week and, um, attend a very important meeting. And maybe he'll tell us about it, um, when he comes in December. Um, so, um, I was, I'm the kind of person that needs to know why. Why am I doing something? And so I, um, so I'm like, okay, well then why am I here? Why, 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 God, why? And, um, and it was a very important to me and, and my poor husband. He's like, honey, let's just enjoy the River Thames. Let's, you know, let's mosey on down. And, and I'm like, but why? Why? What's the grander picture? Why? So now you see what he has to put up with. But, um, and I, and to some degree, my why was answered. 
it wasn't just, uh, you know, that was just a fun tidbit, but really I was asking why. Um, this has been a season of uh, unrest in my spirit, I guess you would say. Um, even points of being frustrated, I don't, uh, yeah, angry, I guess, angry at God for some different things. And um, and really struggling, and I I believe, and I and I know it did. It kind of it, it started when back in April, uh, my beautiful sister-in-law died. And uh, we had you guys, you guys, again, like Paul was saying, you guys were all there for us, praying for us, praying for her, standing with us for her healing from illegal cancer. And uh, so after that happened, I, I remember coming up here, and I remember saying to you guys with, with all sincerity and but heartbreak, with we uh, we did what our Lord and King asked us to do: to pray for her, to pray for her healing. And um, and I remember after that night, sometime after that night, I just got so mad. I got so mad. And I was, I was livid. I, I was, I was questioning. I said, why, why can't I just say God is good and leave it at that? Of course, Brent was the one I was yelling this at. And, uh. He and I would just, you know, we would look at each other and we were, you know, we, we, we really didn't have anything to say. What, what, it's, it's almost like a rhetorical question, but it was bugging me no end. Why can't I just say God is good and leave it at that? Why do I have to pray for healing? Why do I have to look for signs and wonders and miracles? Why do I have to touch the supernatural of God? Why do I have to try and bring the kingdom on earth? I am so freaking disappointed. Why? Why can't I just say that and leave it at that? And leave it at that, Lord. I kind of shut off after that because I didn't want I didn't want to go there I I was like nope I am just gonna say God you are good I know you are good I know that you love me I know that you love all of us and you are good period but every day since April, I have been struggling with that question. 
Why can't I just say God is good and leave it at that? There's just something in me. I'm just like, why do I need to know the answer to that question? Why? You know, what is up with that? So in between, of course, the, um, the Lord in his grace and mercy, and he is, he's totally full of grace and mercy and patience beyond measure. Because he, in the midst of that, was still um, loving on me. Of course, my husband reminded me, honey, remember, God loves you. I know, I know, but. You know, from the guy who wrote a book about God's love. Okay. (sighs) Try and win that argument. Okay. Just not going to happen. So I'm, every day I'm waking up and I am just, I'm trying to put that side of me, you know, aside. I'm trying to push it away. I'm trying to not think about it. And yet the more I don't want to think about it, I'm thinking about it and I'm struggling with it and I'm getting, you know, it's just this cycle, you know. But then I took, I took, my mind took me to places where, you know, I almost ended up with hopelessness. But by God's grace, no, I didn't, you know. He didn't, he didn't let me stay there. And I, I'm so glad. Cause, cause that's not a fun place to be. When we're supposed to bring hope, we're supposed to share hope, share the love of the Lord, and I am going against the grain of everything that's in me. So, so I've been struggling and, and, um, we chose to go on this trip to, to the UK, the United Kingdom. And, um, we kind of knew it was up that, um, Leif wouldn't be there and we wouldn't get to hang out with him like we thought. So, I'm sitting there going, okay, Lord, to what end is this trip? Why am I going on this trip? And I need to know. And um, didn't get an answer right away. But what I did get were some migraines. Never had a migraine before. And now, from, for those of you who, do, who have them or have had them, I know what that pain is now, and I am so sorry, and we've got to pray that ugly thing off of you. Healing for you for that, because that hurts. You can't even think straight anymore. So um, so that was the beginning of the month. I'm kind of going to go chronologically, because I'm not exactly sure where I'm going. (laughs) But God does. does. Holy Spirit's got this. He already set the stage. He already has your hearts tenderized, by the way. Just from what Bill started talking about, what Rhonda and Paul were sharing, your hearts are already tenderized about trust, about disappointments. No, not tenderized toward disappointment, no, but trust. So I developed these migraines. I think my head's going to explode, so I'm like, I'm not getting on an airplane. 
unless I find out what's wrong with me beforehand. So I go to the doctor, even have a CAT scan, you know, um, because I am that, I am that sick and I am that paranoid. I don't know. And um, it turns out to be, she said, it's normal. Okay, fine. So I end up going to, um, it feels like I haven't been to church in about a month because um, that weekend, I went that weekend to my cousin's wedding in Phoenix. And um, he married a woman, he married Jennifer Lopez, by the way. (laughs) Not the Jennifer Lopez, but... He did marry Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> so I'm at their wedding. I don't, th- I don't think I put that picture up there. Huh? It is? Hmm. Which way do I go? Oh, is that it? Oops. One more. It's my cousin Mark and his beautiful bride, and so my new cousin, Jennifer. So I go to their wedding, and they and they had a double wedding. I've never been to one of those before. And, um, and they come down to the song, Heart of Worship, by Matt Redman, I believe. Is it? Yeah. And I'm seeing... I'm just standing there, and yeah, I cry at weddings, and this is really sweet because my um, my cousin's been waiting to get married, and and I'm so glad she's and she's a beautiful person, and so yeah, I cry at weddings, but when this song started, and it and I felt myself I felt myself singing because it wasn't a congregational sing; it was just that was what they were coming into. When I found myself singing. Um, I'm coming back to a heart of worship. It's it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. And that, I believe, is when I, I started to surrender. to surrender to the love of God, to his bigness, that he's more than I'll ever understand. So I'm a blubbering mess at the wedding because I've got the joy of my cousin and and then this realization that, you know, something's happening to me. And, uh, and God's taken over my heart again. And um, the second verse where it says, I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself. is not what you have required. You search much deeper within through the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. And I am singing this. And I realize I'm singing it to the Lord, and I'm singing it to my spirit. Because really, that's where my my spirit wants to be. It wants to be surrendered to the bigness of God and who he is. But I've been fighting him. 
I've been fighting that. And I still haven't answered the question, why can't I just say you were good and leave it at that? So I, uh, so I come back from the wedding, and then we we hop on a plane to um, we hop on a plane to the UK, and uh, and still wondering, Lord, what's this all about? What is all of this about? Why am I here? And um, Did I put the one of Leif in? Oh, bummer. Oh. Okay. Do not look at the screen. (laughs) So I am, Brent and I are at this conference, and, um, and I've got this massive headache, and I am taking meds, you know, constantly and for a whole week. And finally, I can't even go to the conference anymore. I'm just like, Brent, I can't go to this conference. I need to rest. So um, I stayed home. And the next day, I go to um, I go to the conference and Leif prays for me. And um, I think it was a Saturday. And so he prays for me, and I immediately feel peace. And, um, and he, he was just so gracious to stop and pray for me. You know, he's got this whole conference room of people and he stops to pray for me. And, um, and I feel this overwhelming peace and I feel so good that I can actually participate in a fire tunnel that night and minister. Well, you guys know what a fire tunnel is like and, Man, it's all exuberance. It's all out. Share God's love and fire and glory as people go through. So we're just having a blast, blasting all of these um, UKers. And uh, actually, they turned out to be leaders. It was a, um, a leader's um, advance in the UK. And so we're blessing all these people. And, um, and I go home, and I'm feeling great. And then... Two o'clock in the morning, I wake up with a major migraine. And I, I'm like, I'm rebuking that thing. I'm saying, no, I've been healed. And I'm arguing. And I am just, I'm pleading with God to take it away. And, and it, I just didn't want it. And so it subsided for a little bit. But then at five o'clock in the morning, I woke up with another rager. And I was, I was so sick. And I'm like, no. I am healed. I have felt the healing. I know what the healing feels like. I know what it's like to not have this pain, and this pain should not be here. And I was getting really adamant about it. And, um, but it persisted. And so I did have to take some medicine. And, um, you know, and I, I was battling that. So then I, um, Uh, Leif, there's a break in the, in the conference and Leif comes over to pray for me again and bless that man. He, he said, he goes, I just needed to take some meds for migraine 
and he's praying for me. You know, he's reaching out to pray for me. Granted, he's got to preach to the rest of the congregation, but even with his, with struggling with what I had, he reaches out and prays for me. And I just, um, I am going to flick through this. Sorry, I, I wasn't sure where I was going. And Oh, here it is. There. Leif praying for me. And I am in pain. My, my, my head is creased. And can you just see that peace? That peace on Leif's face. And you know what? Haven't had a migraine since. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. For some reason, just needed that extra dose of prayer. I just needed that. So this was, um, so I started the, mig- I, had, I had had the migraines for maybe two and a half weeks. And um, this was the end, and I haven't had one since. This was October 18th or 19th, something like that. I'm like, yes, thank you, God. I can think clearly. Okay, God, is this why I came all the way to the UK? Just to get prayed for by Leif? Because you knew I was going to get migraines. And then, so I had to come here in order for Leif to pray for me. So I could get rid of the migraines. So I could be healed of migraines. Okay. Okay. I still wasn't satisfied, but I'm like, wow, that's a long way to come. And he is coming in December. So, you know, why am I here? You guys wonder, you guys wonder what goes on in my head sometimes? It's like, what the? So, so we enjoy the rest of our trip. When I finally calm down, I am going, you know, like I said, I was getting on the boat or getting on the tour bus and saying, to what end, Brent, to what end? It's like so dramatic. What the heck? And, um, and he's like, honey, just enjoy the journey. And I'm like, okay, okay. <sighs> Dial it down, Suzanne. Enjoy the journey. So I did. It was really cool. We enjoyed so many sights. And um, one of the things I believe that the Lord was showing me, too, about being in the UK, we even went to Scotland also, but um, in those countries, what we were seeing or what I saw or what I picked up on to some degree was this steadfastness, this perseverance that, you know, that is incredible. These guys, that those countries, this country, you know, they'd go through plagues and disasters and wars and... And they kept rebuilding. They'd get right back up and they'd keep going. And if anything to pick up from there, from that country, was like perseverance and a bulldoggedness to just stay the course. So I'm like, okay, God, I like that. That fits for why I'm here. Because I do need, I do believe this is one of those times of 
um, not, not te- well, I guess testing, but testing myself and what I think perseverance is, my own perseverance, my own confidence. What does that look like for me? And so I was like, okay, God, th- these guys are showing me something. They keep going. They persevere. They, st- they stay in the game. So we're, uh, so I'm going along and, and we're enjoying, we're enjoying this trip. And on the last weekend, we, uh, attend, um, Holy Trinity Cottage in North West London. And, um, a friend of mine, her name is Marilyn. She was on the trip and she shares this revelation. We, we were going to start worship. And so we were just talking beforehand with a cup of coffee, that kind of thing. And she shares with me this revelation that she got that Jesus, she saw Jesus as she was worshiping one day and he said to her, your worship is helping me go to the cross. And I sat there and I looked at her. And I pondered her revelation. And I took that re- revelation for myself. Because I saw beyond it, because then I also heard, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And I'm, I'm seeing, where was it? I am seeing <clears throat> yeah. those eyes of love because it's all about Jesus. It really is all about him. So I'm looking at the, his eyes and I'm seeing him see us, see me, see us, pondering that thought that we're the joy before him. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a lot of pain and you had to really focus on something to get through the pain. The only thing I can liken that, I'm not saying uh, Jesus. uh, Anyway, when I was pregnant with my boys (laughs) and having my boys, and I love my boys, (laughs) but um, I needed to focus I needed to focus because that pain was like, what the heck? What is this? (laughs) 
Well, yes. This is PG after all. But, um, so I had to focus, you know, focus in order to get through the pain. And that's what they tell us, you know, we're just focusing. And, um, <laughs> and so what I focused on was Brent's mustache. Thank you, honey. Couldn't see his eyes. I couldn't focus. They're telling me to breathe, to push, to do this, that, and the other thing. You know, my legs are up to here on my ears. And they're like, push, push, breathe, breathe. I was like, I don't care. And all I could see was, so I, I had to focus. And Brent's breathing with me. Remember, you know what? Breathe. Everybody just breathe. Always breathe. Always remember to breathe, everybody. And that's how I got through the pain was I had something to focus on. And I was like, okay, I can do this. You know, and you could hear people, you know, saying, you can do this, honey. You can do this. You know, the nurses, the doctors, whoever was there, they're like, you can do this. It's good. It's okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then I have two beautiful boys to show for it. That's how I, I could relate to these eyes that are looking beyond he, he was looking beyond all the, the the roman soldiers and the pharisees and everybody you know even his own disciples and he's looking into the future he's looking at us and i'm like how can i deny this man what he came here to show us Yes, God is good, and he is powerful. He's full of authority. He can vanquish the enemy. He is all that. He is all that. And I'm looking, and I'm like, Jesus, yes, yes. You did endure so much. And I, 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 I don't know. I, I could relate to his pain to some degree, but at the same time, I'm feel, I'm like, I can see the joy. I can see us. I'm like, wow, we're, we're a joy in his eyes. There's something about you that brings him joy. I was getting wrecked. I was getting wrecked over somebody else's revelation, and you know what? I don't care. My revelation. My revelation now. Because it brought me out of a time. It did. I'm like, yes, Jesus. Yes, it is all about you. So, um, I want to read from the Passion translation that, uh, you know, that Hebrews 12, but I'm going to back up a little bit and read the, um, read from 11. 
So the, Hebrews 11 is about the heroes of the faith. So these were the true heroes commended for their faith, yet they lived in hope without receiving the fullness of what God was promised them. But now God has invited us to live in something bigger than what they had, faith's fullness. This is so that they could be brought to finished perfection alongside of us because we're on this side of the cross. The, one, the heroes of the faith that they talked about were pre the cross. And so now this is a new journey to understand what faith's fullness is. At least for me. As for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds, each affirming faith's reality. Faith's reality. It is true. It, he is true. So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has already been marked out before us. Hebrews 12.1 <sighs> Brent said once, he said, um, he, he wasn't saying this to me, okay, but he was just, I'm just quoting him. Our disappointments do not define who God is. They just don't, they just can't. They really can't. So in letting go of those, um, the disappointments, you know, you still can struggle with the, why can't I just say God is good and leave it at that? But like I said, I, I was earlier, I said I was restless. And one of the, uh, a quote from Bill Johnson is, if you want the peace that passes understanding, you have to give up your right to understand. I don't understand it all. We don't. We don't understand all that happens around us. And yet I knew that what I wanted instead, I really, 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 really wanted was peace. So I'm on this journey as I'm figuring this out. There is a... God is still loving on me, like I said. And somewhere early in the month of October, 
I, my spirit wakes up hearing Todd singing, You're a good, good father, who Paul quoted earlier. <laughs> quoted this song earlier. It's who you are. You're a good, good father. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. That's who I am. And the Lord was, I believe, at that point just saying, Yeah, honey, I know you're having a temper tantrum right now. But it's going to be okay. And I'm holding you through all of this. So, I'm like, okay, okay, God. Still wasn't at that point of surrender yet at that point. But I look back on it and I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you. So, on this, on this journey, just before we pray, just before we left for the UK, uh, the pastors and overseers prayed for us. And Bill Hernandez says to us um, that to uh, you, uh, oh, that, that you would find yourself. And I'm like, I had to call Bill up and I'm like, Bill, what do you mean? <laughs> find myself? You know, in the UK, right? And he, he graciously elaborated upon it. And it's like, you know what, Suzanne, it feels like you're going to take a vacation into yourself and find out what you like about yourself and who you are and enjoy it. I might. Okay, Bill. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but Okay. You know, beware of prophetic words because they, they come true. You know what? And now you guys get to hear the rest of the story. You know what? I mean, that is this, because this is the rest of the story. So as he mentioned, he, he told me, you know, Suzanne, it's when you're lollygagging around and you'll just find yourself and you'll realize what you enjoy yourself. Just look up lollygagging. Okay. It's just, it's a word. It's a word out there. Thank you, Bill. And, um, and to some degree, I did find myself because I found out I found God again. I found Jesus in me. And in a different story, in a different sermon, I'll elaborate on that. But suffice it to say, there are some gifts that God has given me to, um, to, to need to know things and, um, and to figure things out. And, and so that's in me. And, and what I realized, because I was asking the Lord, I, Lord, I was like, Lord, why did you give me this faith then? Why can't I just say God is good and leave it at that? And I'm like, why did you give me this faith? Why do I have this faith? And he slowly, slowly and patiently showed me what he meant, what what I needed to know in that that he he did give me that gift to want to know things, to want to figure things out, 
to want to explore the the supernatural with him, if you will, to explore signs and wonders and miracles, to explore healing, to explore quantum physics. God, I love that stuff. And just go there with God and, and just, you know, with his imagination and just, why, God, why can't I just say you're good? I don't want to explore all that stuff. And I realized I'm fighting myself. That's why I was restless. That's why I wanted peace. Because it is in me to want, to want that. You know, we are, we're all gifted differently. We're all anointed differently. But in me, for me, that need to know was so intense. And when it, things didn't happen the way I thought they were going to happen, and it's like, well, then fine, do it your way. And I'm not helping anymore. And I'm not giving my two cents for this thing. And in his patience and grace, he shows me that it's, he's calling himself out of me. I'm like, like, okay. (laughs) He is calling himself out of me. He is calling himself out of you. The disappointments, the, you know, the truster, like our broken trusters. He's like, trust me in this, honey. Trust me. You're, we're all on a good journey. He's taking us to amazing places. So. I think there was more that I wanted to say, but I can't remember it all. So I want to pray that for you guys. I know we prayed earlier, you know, just about broken trust and disappointment. And, uh, and I pray that that this, my, my steps and my journey have helped you even in a little bit of a way in yours, because God's going to take you on a, a totally different journey, but be aware of the little kisses, like getting healed. That was a, that was actually, that was a huge kiss, big sloppy kiss in my head. But another kiss. So, okay. So one of the things that I was struggling with afterwards is like, okay, you know, then you're like, you're sheepish and you're like, okay, God, but you know, kind of just sheepishly trying to come back to him and go, okay, how do I get back to that place and not feel kind of, Uh, Because I feel like I let him down. And so I'm like, you know, you're kind of, well, how do I get back to that place? And I know that I've uh, figured it out. I've I've worked it through, and I know it's all about Lord. I know that I'm okay with not knowing, not understanding. And so I'm, but I'm still like, okay, God, sorry, sorry. And you know what he goes and does? kisses me again (laughs) this time through Georgian and uh, Georgian gifted me um, the song of Solomon um, out of the passion translation and then he begins to dedicate or read 
to me that I took as the Lord reading to me. And this was just like a sweet, sweet kiss. It says, every part of you is so beautiful, my darling. Perfect your beauty without flaw within. I'm like, Georgia, don't read these. Okay, all right, God. Okay. And he goes on. My beloved one, my equal, my bride, you leave me breathless. I am overcome by merely a glance from your worshiping eyes. He thinks my eyes are worshiping. He thinks your eyes are worshiping too. And you have stolen my heart. I'm held hostage by your love and by the graces of righteousness upon you. I'm like, okay, God. Thank you. So, yes, God is good. more there's so much more to him to his love for us and you know what there's a lot more in your love for him Uh, okay oh okay so father (laughs) actually another song Yahweh, Yahweh came on. Abba, Papa, Yahweh. Haven't had, haven't wanted to say that in a long time. Abba, Papa, Yahweh. Touch each one of my brothers and sisters right now. Call forth from their spirit your love and grace and mercy. Because it's in them. They're just resonating. We're just resonating with you, God. Let that... Let that roar come back. Yes, Lord. Let it rise up. Rise up. Rise up.
it rise up. Let it rise up, God, to the rest and the peace that you have for each one of us. Thank you, God. You are good, and we will declare it. Amen. Parents, get your kids. So, um, no, okay. All right. I just want to, I do want to end with this. Um, this is, this is the verse that, that she was getting at, which is for the joy set before him. And this is how it is in the passion. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us. That's where your faith comes from and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. Because his heart was filled with the joy of knowing you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Yay, Jesus! So, um, might we have our prayer teams up here? And, because uh, we're going to keep praying for healing. Can I just tell you, I know, I know every one of you at some, you know, in some way, shape or another could relate to some of the things that Suzanne went through. All of us who go after the kingdom, who want to see God's kingdom come, who are praying for miracles, you pray for miracles long enough, you will start seeing them guaranteed. You you pray long enough for healing, you will start seeing healing. But what happens when it doesn't always go the way that you pray? That's where we have to start to deal with some of the disappointment in our hearts. And all of us at different times have wanted to give up and quit, if we're honest. And then what happens? God starts touching our hearts again and saying, well, really, that's not an option because I live in you and you'll start to die if you don't let this out. So that's why we're going to keep praying for healing because we do, it is his heart to heal. And we do see healing. So if you would like prayer for healing, please open up your heart again. Maybe you've been disappointed because you haven't seen it yet. Let's just add one more prayer to the to the bowl in heaven because it's tipping in your favor. All right? So I bless you all in this journey. And if you want prayer, come on up this way. Amen? All right. <laughs>